Welcome back, everybody, to the Wealth AZ Show, where we talk all things wealth, health, and real estate. Today's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be fun. Um, you know, when you're in, on your road to creating wealth, it's one thing to create the wealth, but you also want to look wealthy. And a lot of people have asked me, man, where do you get your suits? Who is doing your suits? So I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to bring <laughs> the guy who is in charge of making me look good to the studio today. Socks, welcome to the show. Uh, good to be here, Johnny. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, awesome. Give us give us a two minute bio on yourself because you've had a really great journey. You uh, you you've 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 dressed some celebrities. You've dressed some uh, musicians, rappers. You dressed a lot of the big big Bay Street guys. So give us a two minute uh, journey of uh, how you got started and uh, what's going on. Oh, for sure. I mean. Uh... One, uh, you're one of the biggest guys I dress, so we'll start with that. <laughs> you know, uh, that's always a good thing. But I've uh, been very, very fortunate in life. Uh, years ago in university, um, you know, my dad got hurt at work, and I started folding clothes at, at Old Navy and helped bring Old Navy to Canada, which led to a job in uh, Gap in management. And uh, from there, I did a few other things. And then a friend of mine decided to uh, make clothes, and I helped him on that journey. We created a big company. And uh, eventually I branched off and worked independently now for almost 10, 11 years. It's been really good under uh, the August Ashley brand, which is just my kids' middle names. But it's, uh, you know, you work directly with me one-to-one. And it's always like a good, intimate experience, which I, it's kind of like the foundation of what I believe in. It's interesting how you say it's your kids' middle names because, you know, there's a, a cigar, you know, you know, we smoke cigars together, yeah, yeah. Alec Bradley. And, yeah. you know, I had a chance to meet Alec Bradley and, his uh, his name is his his kids' ma- uh, names Alex yeah. Alec and Bradley. So he named the cigar company Alec Bradley. Man, he's smart then. That's <laughs> <laughs> very smart. So you've you've had quite quite a journey. I mean, uh, you were on some TV shows and um, tell tell us about your your stint on on TV. Uh, I did a bunch of stuff in film and TV. Um, kind of, I like being behind the scenes though. So I'm always there, but I don't like being. Kind of like front of camera. I mean, my clients are usually, you know, the people that are there. Um, I've done. I did a one of the most famous things I've done is uh, the episode on Two Chains. He has a series on YouTube called Most Expensive as Shit, and we have a bulletproof episode. Um, when I was helping my old company, um, we actually made bulletproof suits, and um, the GQ invited me over to Yonkers and uh, took the Uber up and met him and his crew there, and we filmed a huge episode. Um, and it's, I think it's the highest and most viewed episode in his series, wow. number one. So I think it's almost at like half a billion views, which is pretty crazy. Uh, how a rapper created an idea and then they filmed it. And uh, it's funny, I'm still friends with all the producers and, and the film people that are on set that day. Because um, the people behind the scenes always really get to see your passion, not just the client, right? Mm-hmm. They see how much you work and how much you uh, care to make things perfect for them. That's really important. So that's one of the really big examples. I've dressed everyone from, you You might not like his politics, but I I mean, I've dressed Jagmeet Singh for a while um, to Maddie Matheson to a whole list of names, right? I'm, I'm not so big on calling names, but I mean, they're just people to me. Mm-hmm. And most important is they're people that really care about how they look, how they present themselves, like the image. It's it's branding. Absolutely. So that's why it's it's been really nice in that regard. Amazing! Well, you've you've done a great job for me. I love I love what you do for me. It's almost Appreciate like when you that. get a when you get a tattoo, it's like you say the first one is like I don't want to get a tattoo, and then after you have the first one, it's like okay, what's the next one? What's the next one? And you know me. Every time you make something for me, and you come over and you 
you've, you fit it on me yeah. and you delivered it. I'm like, okay, bring out the panels. Let's go for the next one. <laughs> yeah. Tell me something new. I it's mean, it's either pre-planning or, <laughs> you know, aspirational or like that's next or 1130 PM text. Yo, can you make this? Yeah, <laughs> I did okay. that to you. <laughs> yeah. Usually 1130, 1133 to be exact. But, uh, that's the common time that men get horny about their style is literally around 11 to 12 o'clock. I'm not sure why, but it's a common, common time that I get a lot of messages, whether it's, oh, I even get messages like, I'm just trying to get my outfit ready tomorrow. Which time am I going to wear? Because, mm -hmm. I mean, they care for my opinion and they know that I know them and their lifestyle and what looks really good for them and also what works for them at their at that time in their life. That's the thing about fashion is a lot of people don't talk about is it's 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 in stages. Stages of personal growth reflect in stylistic growth. So you can't always put someone where they want to be maybe five years down the road, but you grow with them. There's a, a zone of comfort and you're always kind of like at the edge of that zone and pushing them in the right direction. You know, what I love about Bespoke mm -hmm. is you have all of my measurements. I do. And I did that to you one night. I sent you a text. I was having dinner with my wife and she showed me a, a picture of Ryan Gosling, yeah. uh, a, a suit that he had worn to the premiere of uh, Barbie and Ken. Mm -hmm. And this suit was stunning. And my wife said, you would look so good in this suit. And I took the photo and I sent it to you and I said, <laughs> yeah. hey, buddy, can you make this? And within like two minutes, you literally sent me a photo of the exact color and pattern of this suit. what I say? That's the one. That's the one. Make That's it. The one. Make, Make it. it. Make it. <laughs> it was fantastic because you, you got all my measurements. And yeah. honestly, I get so many compliments on that suit. It's actually one of my more favorite suits that you made me. I mean, this is. This it's is, actually this your is, measurements uh, with updated. Yeah. Because you, you lost a, a little weight. You were leaning out. So yeah, well, not like to interrupt. But, uh, yeah. So we updated yeah. it and that fit was even closer and cleaner. And that's also part of the journey of uh, having clothes on a bespoke level made for you that, um, you know, your pattern is always reflective of that time and that size. Mm -hmm. And just when the origin, like where the word came from was it bespoken and it got shortened to bespoke, but it means to be spoken for, right? So an advisor is someone that speaks for you. You tell them you have an idea. That person is in charge of executing that idea for you, whether you know, I knew when you said that color, that shade, it only came in two books. It's just a matter of which of the two shades that you like more, right? And that's just uh, intrinsic knowledge of what's available in the marketplace, what's coming in, in the marketplace, and who makes it so that you can speak eloquently, so to say, for, for your clients, right? And that's what I love about you. And we've, we've, we've worked together now for about a year and mm -hmm. you've done several suits. I mean, this jacket is one, and yeah. it's my own custom um, in interior. Cash flow there. Cash flow, <laughs> and uh, every day I'm hustling. Yeah. And this is this is my personal brand, and this is something that is personal to me. And you you put it all in my suits. And when I sent you that photo, within two minutes, you knew exactly where to look. And, and knew the exact fabric. And that comes with experience. And that experience is working with someone like you who's been in the industry for a long time. I mean, it'd be, it'd be hard for me to walk into a store and buy off the rack and show my picture and say, hey, I'm looking for this suit. You're going to have salesmen running across the floor at Hey Rosen trying to find something closely matches it. And it never fits quite the way you wanted to. 
talk to me, my listeners, about the difference between buying off the rack and then dealing with someone like yourself, August Ashley is your company, um, and getting that bespoke VIP treatment. I, you know, that, that word that you just mentioned earlier, um, experience. Experience is almost like a trident, like it's or a three-sided triangle with three points. It's not singular in its expression. So what I mean by that is experience. The first part of experience is actually living. So a lot of people ask me, how can you, you know, I grew up rough in Jane and Finch, and I also fly private jets with billionaires. That's experience, living that experience uh, in different social circles and different income circles. Um, and when you do that, you know, and one of my favorite words is uh, intrinsically, um, what that lifestyle and that income level and pertains. So how to, actually that comes from experience. The other part of the experience part is actual earned experience. So a vested amount of time, money in, in style, in fashion, not just like um, reading blogs or nowadays you have access to fashion quite readily, but literally buying, wearing, trying, I'll make that fat stripe, I'll make that ugly check, I'll make that color that no one will. And so that I know that basically it's extrapolation. When I see that print, I know what that print looks like in its final form. So I can say, oh, there's a guy that lives this life uh, has this personality, and this is the experience he's trying to create with the garment. I know what book, what print, what shade, or within a band that is going to execute that for him. So it's really easy. I have clients that will walk and say, Socks, just pick three for me. You know my entire wardrobe, so that's experience. I've experienced his life and all the styles, and I can pick the three that are going to add value to that and then create within the same like band his branding. Right? Oh. And the other part of the experience is is just like the personal experience, right, of knowing these things. Once you have that experience, the vendors uh, that I work with have been in the industry a long time, and they've treated me very well, and that's earned. So I sell a lot of their pieces, their fabrics. So as an independent tailor, I would consider myself, that's how I'd label it, I have the largest selection of fabric there is. All the biggest brands of cloth from what you're wearing, Ariston to Scabal, Xenia, Dorme, uh, Laura Piana, Barbaris, um, Cacciapoli, like you name it, we have it. And that's from experience. They know that you can sell it. They know that you have the clientele for it. And they know that you can execute the look through your garments. So when you talk fabrics, talk to me about the different types of fabric for the different seasons. We live in Canada. We've got four seasons. Yeah. And... There is different fabrics for different times of the year. We're going into the fall and winter time. What kind of fabric would you recommend to someone who's looking for something for their fall and winter wardrobe? We forgot the fifth season, golf season, but golf. we'll go back to that. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> we'll go back to that. Um, yeah, I mean, Canada is really unique. and we, we really have four seasons, especially lately. Like we have tropical summers that are 34, 35, 36 degrees now. Um, then we have really cold winters um, with a, a lot of wind chill too, especially if you're in the city. So you'll have heavier flannels um, uh, like whipcord or corduroy, they would say, cavalry twills. These are all hard-wearing classic kind of fabrics. You have the heavier wools from like Dugdale, let's say. So they always um, consider weight, the weight of um, the actual fabric. 
So anything from six to nine ounces is like the super lightweight to year round kind of weight. And that's per yard. So ounces per yard, nine to 12 ounces would be uh, year round towards the heavier side and 10 to like 13 ounces is the heavier winter weight side. So those are the kind of garments that would keep you warmer. Um, they'll also change up the weaves. They'll have a lot more layered or textured weaves. Uh, so you can see a little life in the cloth instead of a more smoother finish. What are some of your more popular fabrics? Like the, most, most of the fabrics from Italy, Italian mills or UK? I think, I think it's both. I mean, it really depends on kind of the vibe of the customer. If the customer is really kind of flamboyant, um, has a little more panache in his, his spirit and his energy as well, he's probably going to gravitate towards the more Italian side of fabrics as they offer a bigger selection of bolder prints and just kind of more airy, flowy type elegance through the cloth. They call that the drape. Uh, and where the English wools are a lot denser generally, the patterns are more classic. Uh, you won't have too much volume in terms of how aggressive a print may be. Um, with obviously, there's always exceptions at, at the end of each collection. You know, mm -hmm. there's many books within each range. But so it'd really be like how someone wants to execute their look. And then we would go, okay, these, these mills are more of the Italian kind of variety of wools will give you that look, or the English ones will give you more of that look. English is generally uh, considered more structured, more sturdy, and Italians consider, generally considered more softer, flowy, and a lot more bolder in the patterns and prints. The patterns you find with the English one is more kind of checkered and plaid. Yeah, uh, Glen check. Uh, so a lot of stuff with hound's tooth in it. And where I mean, you're wearing something that's Italian. You can see it's a kind of an egg yolk yellow, vibrant blue. Um, the whale, the whale is like the scale of the print, large, lots of volume. So it reflects someone. Literally, the words that you're using to describe the print should literally be the words you're describing to use the person. And when the two match. That's a great cloth for that person, right? You've made a few suits for me. You've made one where it's a solid, like the latest one, the solid mm -hmm. uh, color. But you've also done a couple for me. Uh, one's a single breast and one's a yeah. double breast. Yeah. You've done, I like the lines. I like, I like you know, the gangster lines, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, what you find is, is double breast really starting to make a, a comeback now? I don't think it's ever made a comeback in a sense, but it also has never really disappeared. And what I find is the gentlemen that want to buy a double-breasted suit, it's a look. It's a really kind of half fashion, but really knowledgeable level of fashion person will want to wear a double-breasted or a really stylish type of look. So you've got a bunch of single-breasted suits, you want to change it up, you want to create a different vibe, a different energy, they'll make the double-breasted. I wouldn't say in Canada, per se, or Toronto, is as common for the general populace. Now, meaning, when I say general amount of people, there are there are some fashion people, and they'll always make a double-breasted set. But, you know, regular guy, normal guy who's making clothes, he might have one in every 10 pieces that's a double-breasted. It's a look that's not commonly seen, um, so people don't feel like they can really wear it. But then there are guys that, you know, they own and they rock it and that's, that's the way. So 
Yeah, my, the first one you made me was a double breast, and I I love it. It's yeah. it fits so well. I get so many compliments every time I do wear that. It's suit. the blue and yellow denim finish. Yes, the blue and yellow. So so when you say there's not a lot of people that wear a double breast, is it body structure that you know sometimes the double breast just won't fit a certain body type? The way you're describing is what people would generally think is the assumption. I have a gentleman, he's probably 5'1", and a little pudgier, and he just went to his sister's wedding in a beautiful uh, 4x2 double-breasted. So 4x2 means four total buttons and two that just button here, and he's not that big, and he looked great, right? The the big thing about double-breasted is traditionally they were cut as longer jackets, and so it's a look that's, you know, length is considered more elegant, where when you're making something on a totally bespoke level or super customized for the client, and part of it is obviously the fabric and details and liners, but, but also the fit, the, the length is correct, the balance, proportion, the buttoning stance. So if you execute those parts, you can make a double-breasted look great on pretty much anyone. There's no limit. It's not just for the guy that's you know uh, kind of a perfect fit. It's, it's for the guy that really wants to express himself and has a tailor that can execute the look properly for him. Well, you did a great job for me. Thank you. Thank you. So when it comes to single-breasted suits, do you find more people are getting it with a vest, like making it a three-piece or just a two-piece suit? It's a funny story. Well, funny that you just mentioned just like two days ago. So I got a wedding on Friday, and the client came about four months ago for their initial appointment, they referred to me by one of my other clients, and they're all like doctors, emergency room doctors. So um, that's a great thing about tailoring. You have a friend everywhere if you need. But uh, <laughs> And um, he's quite eccentric. He doesn't look like it, and she's quite just this. And they both had this uh, color in mind. It was kind of a ruby red, but on the darker plum side. And none of their friends and their parents and they were like, you guys, you can't do that. You got to go the traditional way. You got to this and that. And um, so, you know, I had a very similar one in green. And then I showed them the fabric and they said, the red version. They're like, let's make this, right? But he didn't tell her, but he ordered the vest for it. So she didn't see it till the fitting the other day. And she was like, I can't believe you didn't tell me you ordered the vest. You look so great in it. It really ties the whole thing together. Um, and this is a really big barrel chest. It's 6'3", kind of like bigger dude. And it just really tied everything in. I think if you're trying to really execute a great look, if you're doing a really unique color, you got to have the third piece. It's that tie-in, buy-in. It's the right thing. And it's just great to have. You don't always have to wear it. But it really absolutely completes the look uh, with any piece. Well, you did the the th the blue uh, three piece for me, mm -hmm. and it's nice because I don't even sometimes I don't even wear the jacket. I just wear the vest with a really nice white uh, French cuff shirt and my yeah. pants, and that looks great on its own. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like even the jacket I'm wearing now, it's a like a icy blue with a blue shirt. I have this in a three piece. And the other day I wore it as a three-piece, just open shirt. The other day I wore just the ice blue vest under a blue suit. I've got a dark, dark midnight navy pair of trousers to change it up. So it's just, especially with solids or with big prints, it's just good to have. You know, you can make so many looks. And you it. can change it up. That's what I like about yeah. you can really change it up. Yep. 
change the vibe of the outfit too. Yeah. Yeah. You brought some, so I see you brought your case. You brought some fabrics today. Yeah. This is my case here. The big Papa case, the Ramoa, but I'll, you, I'll open some up. You take us on and show us uh, what's, what's popular. What's popular this fall? Maybe, maybe I'll get an, maybe I'll get another suit made. <laughs> oh, my stuff. Ariston. I love what I love about them aside from their fabric is When, when do you find people are like, so now we're into fall. Are you finding people ordering stuff now for the fall? Or already they, did. Are they already done. So now people yeah. are ordering stuff for the springtime? So what? it's November now. So you'll it's just like any business. Um, you'll have your early adopters. So guys that are like, please call me the moment the new fall winter has arrived. Mm -hmm. Now, these most companies have a, a two-year window of fabric availability. So meaning the book from last year. Most of it will still be available for the current year. Once you get the new book, you'll probably have 50% of the same prints and 50% newer ones. So guys will be like, okay, when this comes in. Um, we had a couple clients just wait for the overcoat books. As soon as the new ones came in, right away, right? Then you have guys that are like, oh my goodness, I forgot I needed a coat and it's November 23rd already. And it's like, okay, how soon can we get this done? There's always the procrastinators or the, I finally went to my closet and there was nothing to wear. Or my wife's been telling me to order this up, but I've been busy. And that always happens. So you got a good mix. It's, it's usually thirds. Uh, early adopters, guys right in the sweet spot, and guys right at the tail end. And same for spring, summer. You'll always find that. So um, I need an overcoat. So if I, need, if I placed an order for an overcoat... What's the turnaround time for something like that? Because I know the suits, you're about six yeah, weeks-ish. six weeks, give or take, for new uh, new clients. Established clients can be a little faster depending on fabric. We don't try to move too, too fast uh, unless we need to, so we leave capacity for that just because the guys are, I mean, the industry itself, everyone's working as hard as they can to keep up. Um, the last couple of years, you've lost some people because of COVID. Um, not necessarily mean death, but I mean they change industries. Um, the skill and expertise to make something great isn't as common as you would think where you don't have enough people um, bringing in that kind of talent to keep up with the pace and, and volume that we're experiencing, right? So that's the thing. Um, and you want to leave capacity for the guy that forgets about his coat and needs it in a week. Or I had someone come in a week ago and like, oh, we decided to have the party now, but it's in two weeks. Even though they came like four months ago and we're debating right i said if you got a debate you're gonna be late that's that's another saying of mine so yeah i mean that's kind of the sweet spot the window give or take um most fabrics take three to six days to get now it used to be you could have everything overnighted cloth wise but you know the shipping industry's changed it's cost a lot more to ship things and they just don't ship it as fast. Even if you overnight certain things, or Italy doesn't do overnight anymore, but it's going to be three to five days instead of one to two. It used to be really bang, bang, you know? So, yeah, generally we try our best to just keep things moving along. Um, and sometimes it's just really busy, but uh, that's kind of the window we got working for garments. Six, five to eight weeks total. It isn't that bad. So what's 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 hot right now for? So you, are you taking orders now for like spring, summer of 2024? Like, yeah, do you have your fabrics for 2024? Do there's some here, some there. Um, we're just wrapping up the fall winter through here, and you'll see you haven't seen these yet in person. So 
I was just going to say earlier when we started, what I love about the company is every year they do new books, but they'll change. Like this year, it's like rubber. And here you've got metal and gold on a raised stamp. That's what's cool. It's, it's all part of their branding. So what I was mentioning earlier, the Italians... They do big, bold prints. I like this. this Beautiful is, fabrics. This, is, this, is, this, this is really nice for us. Look at that. It's blue. Right? Yeah. like that. That's nice. So they'll call this a blue uh, double window pane because of the two lines track check. You can scan the barcode and see what the current stock is on the garment. Um, I had a client just order the other day, and it said low stock. And when we called Italy, there was down to the last six yards of that print. So he got the last piece in the world, uh, boucle. This little texture here, that's called a boucle with a little um, kind of abrasion through there and the stripe. Kind of like, almost like a broken line. Yeah. And these are the, like, this is what I mentioned earlier. This color, this pattern itself wasn't done last year. That's a totally brand new pattern, especially in that brown. Um, and this was the only color made last year, and they had a blue. So, so these, these are kind of more like a, some checkers and stuff. And are you finding... Um, a lot of guys are going toward this type of a type of a, a, a pattern. You'll definitely see it a lot more into the winter season, fall winter, because it's a little more acceptable to wear kind of like bigger patterns and prints. Uh, especially this is probably this section here. These three have been one of the most popular. This has been repeated the last four years. This would be the newest one where they've added this huge uh, window pane over the check. See, it's the same base. But that's new. This, these three have been repeated. Now, this same thing, experience, right? I've sold these companies, these books. It's almost like you just memorize and know because you see it every year all the time and you're selling. I mean, I can remember this, but remember the other day I couldn't find my wallet and it was in the freezer. So I called it cold, hard cash. So, <laughs> <laughs> And for you guys, if you guys are listening on uh, Spotify or Apple iTunes and you want to be able to see some of these fabrics, you're going to have to go to our YouTube channel and uh, and watch this and, and see some of these amazing fabrics that uh, he deals with. And this is just one of the companies, Ariston. This Beautiful. is actually one of my favorite companies that I wear mostly. So you can see these are the funky, super gangster, as they say, weaves and textures. They almost look like uh, furniture fabric to is a it, point, no, right? A lot is, it, would you make a, an overcoat out of this or a suit? You can make a, a lighter overcoat over there. If you look at the gram weight, that's heavy enough to make a coat, uh, 380 grams. Uh, right there, that's really good, but it'd be on the lighter side. We do have some coat-specific uh, books. Uh, I didn't bring them all with me, but uh, some of the colors this year have been amazing, like pastel purples, um, kind of mud greens in coats you don't commonly see. Um, my coat's in my car, but I have the huge herringbone. It's probably like that thick mm -hmm. in width, so it's really cool through there. I'm really, I'm really liking this fabric right here. What do you guys think about this on Johnny? You can see that. So I see the extrapolation. This is, this is, uh, this caught my eye. I'm thinking we might have to put an order for this. All right. <laughs> for a suit. <laughs> and it's great because you, you got all my managers to tell you, yep. make it for me. Yeah. Literally, that's it. You just, uh, we know you have your signature liner, so that's easy. Um, you've got this print here. And then all we literally discuss is style details, you know, what type of lapel, single, double breasted suit, et cetera, just small little things and um, see what you already have, see what might work or we might want to change up to give this piece a different look from the others and then bang, put it into production. Yeah. And, you know, just to, to go back to dealing with someone like yourself um, who's getting that personal service, uh, I'm a very, very busy guy. 
And I'm, I know you deal with a lot of busy people too. We don't have time to constantly, you know, either come downtown. You've got your uh, your show place, uh, your, your showroom downtown. I've been there a couple of times, but I, I don't have the time. I live in Vaughn, so it's very difficult for me to always get downtown, make the hike. What I love about you is you 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 have this personal service where you actually come to my house if if I need to have something taken in, like the last couple of suits you had, and yeah. this is a this is a wonderful yeah, service. Because I dropped, I dropped a size because the, I lost some weight. I lost about 20 pounds mm-hmm. from March till now. So the suits that I had already made and the new suit that you delivered, we discovered that, oh, this, this thing is like, it's, it's, it's not fitting properly. And you took the whole thing back. You actually recut it, brought it back in and took the other ones that you made me in the earlier part of the year. Mm-hmm. And those actually fit perfect on me now. So that's just a very big difference when you're walking into a mall or walking into a store and you're buying off the rack, this thing fits you to a T. And what I love about you is you're very, you're very detailed. You know, you showed me in the mirror just on how it sits on my shoulders because, okay, John, we got to take this in this way. Now it's not going to sit properly here. I'm going to have to cut it through the shoulder and bring it in here so that it fits properly. I didn't see that. But you saw it. And then when you actually pull it up from the back, you, said, you see the difference. Like, I see the difference. You don't get this kind of service walking into a Harry Rosen. Um, they're just, you're buying off the rack. So yeah. th- this is the type of service that you're offering your clients that you will literally come to them. You mentioned to me that you've got some suitcases now, like with yeah. Fabris, like you brought one here, that if people are listening and they want your service and they can't get to you, You'll come out to them with your 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 suitcases of fabrics. Yeah, pretty and much a mini store. Yeah, and you'll you'll size them up right there. What does um, what's a typical uh, suit like a two piece suit? You know your average costing go for these days. Yeah, for sure. Um, just to harken back to what you just said, I I mean part of being an independent tailor and working uh, privately with clients, you'll see I I do very little advertising, um, but that will change. Um, is that it's it's intimate, so you can go to them. I, I personally like being on the road uh, a couple of days a week and going to see clients, uh, especially you know when you get to visit their home, you get to know a little bit more about them. You get to see their entire wardrobe in their closet. You get a real feel for how to build the next few steps. So, um, And that really helps. And also kind of like what they like wearing outside of that, um, maybe what golf clubs they play with. It all speaks to kind of like where they're comfortable spending, where they like to put their money. So, and that affects kind of like suiting costs. We have um, a huge entry range from about, used to be a little less now, but from 1200 to 1600 um, you get a two-piece with a bunch of variety of fabrics. Uh, as you move from 1800 onwards, you get into more the established mills and established brands. And, and part of it, literally part of it, part of what you're paying for is a bit of the panache of the of the name of the association. And a lot of it is the quality jumps, you know, you how it performs long term, how it feels, how it looks. Um, the market and how they make fabric is I'd say there's a lot of collusion in it. They know what they're doing. They put the the things that don't cost so much here and you're really comfortable. And as soon as you want to get to a certain kind of style, it's a certain number. Uh, overall, though, we try to be really, really fair, um, given that I buy some of the most fabric of anyone in, in Canada. Our vendors are 
very generous to us on the wholesale pricing for fabric. And at, for established clients, when they get really well taken care of, you know, because we have their pattern, their fit, there's not as much to do. Uh, and we want to make sure they, I always say a guy with more pieces is better. Because then he's, when he's consistently in your things three to four days a week, then we call them impressions, right? And you know this, you're trying to create impressions with the ruckus is that when people see you consistently with a consistent look, consistent fit, and it's clean and executed perfectly, they know who is the expert now in life, in fashion, in design. When you got just one once a week and you're not really hitting it, that person's probably not going to be able to generate as many indirect referrals for me. But when you're like, every day you're banging, someone's going to say, hey, Johnny, um, I was thinking for, you know, where'd you get your stuff, right? When it's consistent, people will ask. And literally, that's how you know if you're doing it consistently. When people start telling you, asking you, yo, who makes your things? And, you know, I get that often when I wear, when I wear your suits. So how can people find you? I. Uh, Pretty easy. I mean, we have our website. There's a link page um, where you just can inquire and, and email and come to me, contact you back or directly through Instagram. What's your website? Uh, www.augustashley.ca. And then uh, you can... Social media, you got your yeah, Instagram. Instagram, Dirty SOX, Dirty Socks, uh, and, or at August Ashley Atelier for the store. Amazing. Well, this has been great. Um, I, I really want to get you on here to show people who's the guy that's making me look good. So thank, <laughs> thank you so it. much for coming on here. Yeah. That's all for today. Uh, you can find us on social media, Instagram, TikTok. Check out the YouTube if you want to watch this live. Until next time, take care of yourself and take care of your wealth. All right. Thanks, John. Thanks, buddy. <laughs>